the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So we're living in the era when quite possibly we might see that, that at least, having been completed. Uh, Anyway, we finished the book of Malachi and we went back and read the book of the Revelation. Uh, Apocalypse, Apocalypse is in Espanol and Apocalypse in in, uh, the Greek language, the idea of the uncovering or the revealing of of principally Jesus the Messiah and his kingdom. And really more broadly, in fact, we we think, and we'll talk about it tonight, what the book of the Revelation is all about. And you will find it to be one of the more, how will we say, uh, it's intriguing without a doubt, but evocative, there's a lot maybe? of debate. Evocative. It kind of, uh, yeah. uh, I think anytime you come to the end of something, whether it's the end of a series or the end of a book or the end of, you always want to talk about it. Right? <laughs> yeah. want to, how did it end? How was the ending? And, um, and we'll bring up one more word, eschatology, is the study of end times. And so when you hear people talking about eschatology, it's just kind of fancy for a study of the end times, what it's going to look like, what is... And um, so Revelation, yeah, kind of brings up that debate, the um, all of the conversation. What, how, how did it, how did it be like the ending? <laughs> how do we like? The, are we in the ending? <laughs> yeah, Where yeah. are we in this? But before that, I think we have a. We do a have caller. A, a, a caller already, and we, we're going to talk a little bit, maybe just briefly, maybe a few words about Zechariah. We've already discussed him, the, the book of Zechariah. Uh, extensively last week. We may uh, look into the book of Malachi. We had not mentioned that more specifically last week. But most of our time this evening, we're going to try to dedicate it to giving some sense and understanding about this amazing book, the book of the Revelation. Now, and it's important enough because, in fact, it is that last book. Mm-hmm. It is that that final sort of a summary book of all of, of the book, uh, now the, the Bible is 66 different books written over a period of uh, 1,500 years or so, but it is actually one book. There, it's a, The whole Bible is a, a revelation of the true and living God, of creation, his purposes for planet Earth, and so on. And, and so we can get lost in all these details and the rise and the fall of, you know, we have the Abraham, I mean, we have the creation, Adam and Eve, then we have Noah, then we have uh, Abraham, then we come to the people of uh, uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Jacob becomes Israel and Israel, the 12 tribes and Egypt, and then Moses bringing them out of Egypt. And then the, So we go through all of this history and all this, and we see this. Now it's good that in the book of Revelation, what what we think the, the writer is the Apostle John, uh, that he gives us some insight into the great, great principles that were taking place all through the biblical, all through history. And in fact, and he reminds us of that 
traces it, it and then talks to us about it. It's how it's now going to be viewed and how it's going to carry forward now into the kingdom age, into the era of the Messiah. So we'll get down to more specifics about it. We'll certainly entertain your questions and your phone calls. 210-340-9585 is our phone number all during the next 90 minutes. 210-340-9585. So don't hesitate to give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Let's go and visit with our first caller from the evening right off the get-go. His name is Alan, and we're glad to talk with you. How are you this evening? Hello. How are you? Can you hear me? Good to, we hear you loud and clear, young man. <laughs> I I just wanted to share that I'm the one you sent that Bible to several weeks ago, and I'm loving it. Okay. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah, it's great. The commentary is very and helpful. The, and the question I have is I've been listening to your daily readings, and is there a way that I can, if I miss a day, can I go back? Yes, Thank you for asking that, that uh, you're letting people know that they can even do that. Sometimes we have new listeners that don't know from week to week. The entire Bible uh, is there, 15 to 20 minute reading from the scriptures each weekday, Monday through Friday. And yes, the, on the front page, when you click into the website there, Alan, you can click on, on that week's readings. But if you go back to into the um, thebiblelive.com, if you go there where it says uh, um, podcast. Po- the podcast or the Bible Live readings, I think maybe if you go into that, it, it, it'll, it takes you to the po- uh, to the um, it, it takes you to the podcast where you can actually go back and listen to any reading that you want throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So you can pick a book. Uh, oh, okay. So, Stacy, maybe can explain yeah. it better well, than I'm, I'm doing. Yeah, you started. You started in Genesis tomorrow, and so I'm going to be tempting oh, to yeah. listen. Oh, that's good. Yes, we year. are. We're starting all over again. Genesis one one in the beginning, <laughs> and we'll make our way. We follow a certain uh, reading pattern that we followed now for 20 years: Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, and then we read Matthew, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, and then we read Mark. You know, we kind of alternate back and forth between the Old and New Testaments. In some yeah. ways, in some ways, we're lining up with, uh, in some ways, the, the Jewish reading of the Old Testament throughout the year. And then, of course, we're adding in the, the, the New Testament books as well. And I've, I've heard from some really good sources over the years that, wow, it's really a, an amazing, gotcha. it, it is in a, very, a very clarifying and helpful reading, uh, reading pattern. So it, it kind of, it keeps us in touch with both the old and the new that is unfolding in the era in which we live, you know, the kingdom era. Yeah, it is neat. And, Alan, I just want to say, so on the homepage of the website, you'll see the week's reading, and that's just kind of embedded in there. But if you go to the menu on the homepage and click on our podcast and then programs, the whole, oh, it's probably a month's worth at least, of readings, including the ones you might have missed, you can you can go back and, and listen. So if that if that helps. Okay, and your homepage is BibleLive.com. Yes. Right. Uh-huh. Correct. Welcome. Yay. All right. So glad to Thanks hear from you, Alan. Up. So glad. Don't hesitate to call any time. We'd love to hear your comments and thoughts and well, uh, yeah. Well, as I, if I get come up with any questions, I'll give you a call. Oh, glad to hear from you. We'll, we'll always will be. Thank you, Alan. Thanks. Alan. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye. Have a good night. 
And we'll go ahead and get started. We appreciate Alan calling in to let us know that. And uh, yeah. he, he sent a, a very kind and generous gift to the to the broadcast Aww, ministry. And good. we're yeah, we'll you. put that to use as well. So thanking him for that. And, and by the way, if you do go to the Bible Live website, there is a place, uh, there is a button <laughs> that if you'd like to help support what we're doing wow. and getting the scriptures out over our great city of San Antonio. As far as I know, this is the only city... Uh, maybe even in the world, where the entire Bible in a good, clear, modern version of the Scriptures is being read every year over our city uh, for 20 years now. I don't know that for sure, but now I know that there are some Bible readings, uh, King James Version and older versions, um, but with one of the good, clear, modern versions, modern English versions, this, I believe, is maybe the only city where that's happening, and we're proud to and grateful for the chance to do that. Our phone number here is 210-340-9585. And let's go, uh, Stacy. let's talk just a bit about Zechariah Malachi. Is there anything, we've already talked a great deal about Zechariah. He, he is one of the most um, prophetic, uh, he has most more messianic prophecy in the book of Zechariah than any of the uh, minor prophets for sure. And he has a great deal of imagery and predictions about the Messiah who will come. Uh, and so it, it's one that is a, a very, very interesting book. Um, the Messianic prophecies of Zechariah that have not yet been fulfilled are those about his second coming. And uh, if and we'll be talking about this whole idea of the millennial reign. Uh, that's part of the understanding, uh, the, the idea of a thousand-year reign of the Messiah. And uh, we'll be talking about what that might mean uh, from the book of the Revelation as well. That's where we get that idea of the, of the millennial reign. We'll, we'll cover that for you in the book of Revelation. But Zechariah is very messianic, pointing forward to the coming of the Malachi, of, of the. Messiah. Malachi then uh, is a, a contemporary. Uh, Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi all are uh, from the era of the rebuilding of the temple or the post after the rebuilding of the temple. And, and yes, uh, Malachi would have been. Go ahead. Just, uh, so they would have returned from exile. They would have already rebuilt the temple. And, and it would have been a good while um, since, so probably, I think from what I read, a hundred years or so mm-hmm, has passed mm-hmm, since the temple's mm-hmm. been rebuilt. And so, and, and so Malachi is speaking to those who are, are I mean, in, in some ways, they must have felt like they were a part of something special, um, you know, a return from exile. That doesn't really happen much. Mm-hmm. And then... To have their temple rebuilt, and to um, my sense would be there, there would be a great sense of expectation, and then perhaps a little disappointment or, or, or sort of this, uh, and then and that comes out. There are these kind of God, uh, these questions and kind of accusations, and then um, God accusing them of kind of forgetting Him, or that, and then them sort of saying, "No, we haven't done that," and a, kind of putting accusation back at God, and there's this back and forth. Um, Sequence. Well, the whole idea is that the, the whole point of the of the return from exile and, and the restoration of Israel and the re, reconstituting of, uh, as a people as a nation and and then the rebuilding of the temple and Jerusalem, the whole point of that is this great expectation of right. of renewal and the 
you know, God's working in them and so on. There was a lot of uh, there was a lot of spiritual impetus right. as they returned. And then, yes. of course, they fall back into the patterns and life goes on, you know, and you have to, yeah. you know, you have to make a living. You have to get out and do this and you have mm-hmm. this kind of problem and that kind of problem. And pretty soon after right. uh, one generation and then the next generation's coming along and nothing's happening. And pretty soon you kind of get back into the pattern of, well, life goes on. And so right. and they forget. The, the the zeal they of, weren't giving God of what their God best. is doing. They weren't tithing. They were marrying yeah. other, you know. They were getting. They were divorcing without any reason and mm-hmm. cause, and uh, marriages were breaking down. Yeah, all of this. They were not supporting the mm-hmm. work of God mm-hmm. through their through the priests. The tithes and offerings mm-hmm. were, were off, and so uh, Malachi has to remind them of all of this, right. and uh, and I guess it, not just. Tell them what they're not doing and getting onto them, but reminding them of that great right. purpose, right. the Messiah who's coming, the kingdom of God, that mm-hmm. we're a vital part of that, that God is at work within us to we're our job is to to live this out and to to share the message of the one true living God with yeah. all the nation group people groups around us. And and the Messiah is going to come through. Uh, that's one reason God has restored us and brought us back is that. We have to be here so the Messiah can come through our the lineage of King David and our. And so it's he's reminding them of all of their their part in the uh, in, that has predicted and been predicted and laid out. And and I love that he opens it with um, he the reminder that God has he loves you. He has always loved you. He loves you, and I think that is a kind of a sweet. Um, context in which so it's not just yes oh yes god loves you and has a plan for you (laughs) is uh essentially what he malachi says and it's not without warning and rebuke um he's definitely stern but it's like you said with that looking forward to the hope of the messiah coming and that and then the reminder that you are so loved and through him he's using you he will bring it about and so, uh, I, yeah, it's a very encouraging. It certainly is, no doubt about it. He he does uh, he does get after him a bit, and Malachi yeah. sees things going on. Uh, they they were he says they were uh, they were accepting unworthy, uh, defiled sacrifices. Uh, yeah. What made them unworthy? You can read in chapter one. Um, verses 7 and 8, 13 through 14, instead of bringing the best of their flock without blemish, without spot, they were bringing blind, crippled animals, stolen animals, diseased animals, when they were supposed to be bringing the very best of their flocks, mm-hmm. you know, to 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 represent and to express their devotion and love and respect and, and trust, trust in God. Mm-hmm. And so he talked to him about that. Uh, he talks to them about the fact that they they're falling into the pattern again of intermarrying with um, n- not is this is not an ethnic or racial uh, mandates but it, intermarrying with with men and or women who don't follow God who follow after other gods and worship other gods to so spiritually be spiritually unequally yoked together yes. with unbelievers uh, and and how that weakens their their own individual lives yeah. and compromises them and can lead uh, them, of course, into spiritual compromise in, in their own worship of and, and obeying and trusting in God. So he talks to them about that. 
particularly the men marrying women who worshipped idols, and and then of course also adultery and, and divorce, and we we see there God's opinion of divorce it, uh, in chapter two verse. You have that chapter two verse six, is it sixteen there, Stacy? Uh-huh. Um, read that verse. Do you mind? For I hate divorce, says the Lord, the God of Israel. To divorce your wife is to overwhelm her with cruelty, says the Lord of heaven's army. So guard your heart. Do not be unfaithful to your wife. Hate. Strong word. We don't even like to hear the word, but God says he hates divorce. Of course, he hates sin as well. He loves the sinner, but hates sin. Uh, But this idea of weakening marriages, uh, if... Uh, not only there could be a spiritual or a moral mandate to it as well, mm-hmm. but also he loves the, the people and he loves this people group. And the weakening of the family unit is going to end of the dis- weaken the, the, pat- the uh, pattern uh, of, of the whole nation. Mm-hmm. And he knows that. And so uh, he hates divorce. Um, stealing from God, he says they're stealing by withholding their tithes and offerings. Uh, and then he predicts the coming of the Messiah, and he says that a prophet like Elijah will come to prepare the people to recognize and receive the Messiah. He uh, mentions that just as the prophet Isaiah did, um, that there will be one who will be a forerunner of the Messiah. And as we said, 400 years later, John the Baptist comes on the scene and becomes that that forerunner who introduces, who prepares the way, who's the herald for the king who comes, the Messiah. And I love the last, the um, kind of the last question and answer, the last accusation is the people to, to God says, where's the justice? Where's the, you know, you're a God of justice. And God's reply to that is just so, Read I think, that, so beautiful. Yes. Um, you have wearied the Lord with your words. How have we wearied him, you ask? You have wearied him by saying that all who do evil are good in the Lord's sight, and he is pleased with them. You have wearied him by asking, where is the God of justice? Look, I am sending my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. Then the Lord you are seeking will suddenly come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant, whom you look for so eagerly, is surely coming, says the Lord of heaven's armies. And then this next one. But who will be able to endure it when he comes? <laughs> who will be able to stand and face him when he appears? For he will be like a blazing fire that refines metal. Or like a strong serpent. So, in other words, God's reply is, oh, yes, I am going to bring justice. But first of all, are you sure you really want justice? <laughs> Who's going to be able? And so, little, of course, the justice is is Jesus coming, and he takes out the his, the, uh, the wrath and, and what we all deserve on his own son. And so uh, it's a beautiful, yes, I, I will bring you justice, but do you really want justice? And then, and then of course, his great... His great coming and what he does on the cross. And I think that's what, part of what Jesus meant when he says, Father, if it's possible, let this cup. Remember the cup mm-hmm. of uh, often is a symbol of judgment, mm-hmm. the cup of, of wrath, the cup mm-hmm. of judgment. Mm-hmm. If it's, Can this judgment, can this be passed? To, but nevertheless, not my will, but thy will. That he was yeah. willing to take right. that drink, Absolutely. that cup of judgment on our behalf. Right. But it is so Wonderful. interesting. Their small-mindedness kind of, they, in other words, they didn't necessarily want justice. They wanted revenge, you know, or they wanted, um, you know, they had just been exiled. They had gone through so much. Mm-hmm. Now they're turning, and then more, it seems like those that are doing evil get rewarded, and they want justice. And God's saying, uh, 
it's good. Whoa it's there, still cowboy. <laughs> yeah, easy. <laughs> yeah, it, and it, is it constantly having to to lift their eyes? We we yes. we so easily, and this is something that happens to us today as well in the in the era in which we're living. We so easily become earthbound yeah. in our thinking. We, we, I mean, obviously, we live in these bodies. We we have these five senses. The world around us. Uh, so many exciting things are going on, and this is happening, and that's happening, and there's music, and there's drama, and there's theaters, and there's movies, and there's wars, and, and we and we get so caught up and wrapped up in the, just the the details of life on planet Earth that that we tend to forget that we we are part of a bigger bigger story yeah, yeah. Uh, the big story and that's what not only the prophets constantly remind them but it's also something uh, that that john here in the yes. book of the revelation right. is, is going to try yeah. to help us see and remind us as well right so these are great these are just two great books to be looking at because you're right we do get so focused in on the here and the now and we're constantly being and look up, look up, look up from our phones. <laughs> yeah. Look up from the road. <laughs> look up, um, and uh, and and Revelation kind of. I think John yeah. is very much yeah. pointing us towards that. And then so yeah, we're excited. We're gonna have a and break. It's a key moment up. too when it comes to the end of this, the, a, a period of a certain period of Revelation. Now coming is this dramatic transformation of the Revelation in in the Messiah actually coming. Right. But at the end of the Old Testament and at the end of the New, now we have these two uh, uh, just encouraging us, exhorting us to keep your eyes up, to see the great plan of God. Of course, we live in this world. We don't Mm -hmm. want to become so spiritually minded we're no earthly good. So heavenly minded. No, so heavenly minded that we're no earthly good. But but we must keep our eyes on on the bigger picture or we can as well become no good, (laughs) useless as well. Well, we have a break. Coming we do up, have a so break coming up. With us, 210-340-9585. We're going to come back, and we're going to try to unscrew the inscrutable. We're going to get into uh-huh. the great book of the Revelation in the New Testament. We're going to try to give you some insight. It is <coughs> one of the more <coughs> intriguing <coughs> books of the Bible, but it's also a, a, a book that has uh, spawned a great deal of debate uh, about the proper interpretation of this apocalyptic work. Uh, it's, in the, it's a book of prophecy, of future events yet to take place, or have all the prophecies of the big book been fulfilled? Uh, well, how should we look at it and, under, and understand it? We'll come back and give you some um, broad understanding, the different views that are represented of the book of the Revelation, and we'll be taking your phone calls as well all through this hour. 210-340-9585. Don't go away. This is the Bible Live with Soapy Dollar.
Dr. Stan Shelton with offices at Loop 410 and Broadway has taken care of the dollar family that Suzanne and me plus our three children for the past 25 years. Suzanne, tell the folks about our dentist. Well, like you say, Dr. Shelton is a dentist for a lifetime. He's got the latest technology. He's busy, but I've never had to wait. And I never dread going to the dentist. In fact, he and his staff are so personable that I actually rather enjoy it. Go to DrShelton.com or call 590-7878. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.